Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. While Joanne Summers used empathy and emotional intelligence to establish herself as a leader within the manufacturing sector and now holds the role of CEO of Celtic Linen, which is one of County Wexford's largest employers. Joanne, we'll be discussing your journey to CEO, but first, I'd like to get an insight into your own background. Good morning, Carol. Thanks very much for having me. I'm originally from New Ross. I did two years in what's now the WIT and from there I went off to London. <laughs> a bit of an experience, country girl going off on her own, first to the family to do it. And I wanted to train as an accountant, but back then there wasn't really much availability in terms of either funding or in terms of somebody to sponsor you. So I basically went and worked in London for seven years, worked and studied at the same time, worked for P&O in Granada, worked Saturdays in the fruit and veg and studied in college then at nights to try to build myself up before I came back to Ireland in the mid-90s. Now, having held a role as Chief Financial Officer with Celtic Linen since 2016, you were appointed as the Chief Executive Officer in 2020. What was your motivation for applying for that role at the time and had you a particular plan in mind for developing the business? Well, I suppose the motivation is I wanted the opportunity to drive this company forward. I wanted the opportunity to put the experience and the knowledge that I had of the industry to the test, really, and to see how I could bring the company forward. It was a strange time in terms of taking on the role because we had just launched into COVID. So I knew there was going to have to be a lot of very difficult decisions made straight away. But then if you looked past that, there was plenty of opportunity afterwards because I genuinely believe in this company, you know, and I think that's a real strength that for me as a woman, I would have often found over the years the fact that I would be emotional or very family orientated would have been used as a negative against me. And I find you can turn that really into a positive. Like the emotion I have turns into the passion and drive I have for this business. The care I have for my own family turns into the care that I have for everybody here. And I really think as a woman, you can add that as a strength to a business. I think it's a very good point you're making and something that is often undervalued in a business is that area of emotional intelligence. Yeah, I think I think it's really important. And I think for anybody out there, you know, that's looking at where their career is going and, and you know, what value they can add, I think it's something you should never be afraid of. I think empathy is really important and it can be a real strength in a person. And I think as a woman, you add a, a dynamic to a team, to a management team, to a leadership team in that regard. And it's really important. You know, you're working with people. People are everything, you know, no matter what industry you're in. And and the day of just employing a number is, is gone. You're employing a person and understanding what makes that person work and what's important to them in and outside work. You can't underestimate that. And how do you unearth that in an employee I think it's about being open. You have to let yourself be a little bit vulnerable as well. People have to see you as a person. You know, like, you know, there would have been times, I suppose, that you could be accused of talking about your family too much. Like, I have two daughters and they're very, very important to me. And I would open up to people about my own family. And that allows people to open up to you and see, God, it's not just about money. It's not just about figures. 
it's about a person as well. And I suppose, Joanne, from an industry perspective, the manufacturing industry would have been very much male-dominated. <laughs> has that much. been your experience and is it changing? I, I think it has been my experience, uh, very much male-dominated I, you know, industry. It is starting to change. I have a female financial controller, female operations manager, female uh, QHSE manager, female HR manager male sales manager, male maintenance manager, but I have a large female team and I think that's really important. But I would have experienced over the years, you know, that the, a number of challenges in terms of having to push through that barrier. And I know people use the term glass ceiling, which I is not a term I'm really fond of, but I think I've learned that you have to push harder. When you walk into the room with a male colleague, there's an automatic assumption that the male colleague is the more senior person. You know, and over the years, I would have learned that you have to prove yourself, you know, and you always have to prove yourself. And Joanne, what was your particular strategy or approach to overcoming those obstacles? I'm very much a believer in being honest. Like, I decided very early, you know, with help from other people, with help from, you know, my own uh, family, with help from mentors I would have had over the years, stay true to yourself. And my brand is all about trust and honesty. So I built that brand consistently about being a- people being able to trust my word, you know, and being honest with people. Now, people might not always like the answer they get, <laughs> Um, and you can't always keep people pleased the whole time, but I consistently worked on that brand and that has really stood to me. And how else have you put your own stamp on Celtic Linen over the past two years? So I suppose I would be very focused on training and development and very focused on the way on the business growing uh, forward. Like we have a lot of initiatives here. We do. We have an earn, learn, grow program where we're trying to develop people. We're in the middle of a substantial recruitment campaign. Um, and I would be very focused on working with the team to help people grow and, and letting people identify like life is not about being in a straight line and your career is the very same. And there's different times, I think, in people's life where things are more important. And it's, it's helping women to understand, you know, that everything is not about, you know, making a decision for the rest of your life. It's about working now with the strengths that you have and developing those. And I think if you share your story with people and you're continually talking to people, that helps. Joanne, provide us with an insight into that initiative, the Earn, Learn, Grow initiative. How does it work from a practical perspective? So what what we're doing at the moment is we're, we're recruiting, we're looking to recruit about uh, 60 to 80 people who are in the middle of a, a, a development and growth phase. And really what we're saying is we'll give people the opportunity while they're earning to learn. They can earn in various uh, you know aspects of the business, They can earn in in different technical qualifications. We have an apprentice scheme uh, here, which works in terms of our maintenance. We have a number of people who have developed through the lines. Um, I could give an example even of our our financial controller would have started off um, working part-time in our accounts division. The operations manager, who's a Claire Bourne, our operations manager, she would have started as a general op here in the plant. So all through, we would have worked in a mentoring system. I personally would have worked with Claire as part of a mentoring system on her development. And then she would have done a number of international training courses as well. 
where she would have learned this industry and she's gone on to take over as operations manager, which I have to say I'm very proud of. And Joanne, at the time of your appointment as CEO back in 2020, we were just getting to grips with the COVID-19 pandemic. We were. But with healthcare and hospitality being two of Celtic Linen's core markets, what impact did this crisis have on the business and how did you navigate the business through that period? very very difficult last 12 months I suppose overnight the hospitality business closed down and that would have been at that time 60 to over 60 percent of our business we had to close two plants overnight and while at the same time the demand in in healthcare you know for PPE increased while the general demand for sheeting and bedding decreased so it was very difficult to manage in terms of setting any kind of forecasts short term managing your costs you know labor became an issue so we had to set i suppose a number of short-term goals while also bearing in mind this was going to end you know covid was going to end and what was the business going to look like on the other side so you're managing two very different plans at the same time and none of that would be possible without the team like we were in the middle of a labour shortage here for the last 12 months and the team that work here on site worked phenomenal hours. You know, and I, I couldn't thank people enough. I couldn't thank the team enough for the level of effort and the level of work that went in over the last 12 months. You know, it, it's been inspiring to look at, to be honest with you. And Joanne, as we now emerge from the pandemic, what shape is the business in today? Business is in a really good shape. Uh, We've used our time from COVID very well in terms of we are now the single largest site with accreditation to EN14065, which is a, you know, a risk analysis and biocontamination control standard. We're the largest site in Europe uh, with that standard. Um, We are well prepared in terms of hospitality and healthcare going forward. We are sustainability is massively important to us we've just you know in the middle of a heat exchange project in order to um, reduce our use of natural gas um, and we're also in the middle of a capital um, expansion plan and now of course on tuesday next people all over the world will be celebrating international women's day but what does this day mean to you joanne i think it's a real opportunity for women to promote each other and you know, to offer help to other women. Like, we can inspire women through our own stories, you know, by telling exactly the challenges that we've faced. But I think it's also about recognising women at all levels, you know, whether that's in business or outside. I would have always quoted that, uh, you know, a woman that inspired me was my grandmother. Like, I could also quote that my sisters inspire me. I have a sister who faced a lot of difficulties in the last couple of years with a a physical disability, and she's just amazing to watch the challenges that she's overcome. But on a day-to-day basis, I work with women who have children at home with disabilities, who are on their own working, who have come through cancer. You know, to come into work and, and to work with women like that every day is inspiring you forget that you know it's about the everyday it's about the challenges that people face on a daily basis but i think it's also you know a time so that we can tell our story so that our male colleagues can understand either the challenges that we have faced or the skill sets that women can add and of course the international women's day 2022 campaign theme is 
break the bias. Yeah. Imagine a gender equal world, a world free <laughs> of bias, stereotypes and discrimination. Yeah. It would be. I think we will get there. I think there's a learning curve for everybody. I think we have come, uh, you know, a long way in the last number of years, but there's plenty more ground to to to, to make up. You know, I, I think from my own point, I, I've mentioned there about challenges I would have faced. I, I mean, I, I remember sitting in reviews where somebody said to you, you know, you talk too much about your family. You're you're too emotional. You know, you don't look the part. Like, none of that is relevant. And all of that can be turned to a strength. And Joanne, of course, as I said earlier, you hold the leading role in one of the largest employers here in County Wexford. And while there's a marked progress in recent years to seeing more females being promoted up through the ranks, what, in your opinion, needs to be done to accelerate this in the coming years? I think it's twofold, Carl. I think it's really important from an early age, you know, that women understand and and are taught that we can, you know, uh, reach leadership roles. I think from a school age, you know, talking to girls about the potential that's out there and the opportunities that are out there and how they can grab them is important. But I think it's really important while people are working, both for the employer and for women, to recognise that life doesn't work in a straight line. There are times in women's lives where different things are priorities. And if a woman needs to reduce time or needs to take that time to have her family or, you know, whatever the the challenge that that woman faced may be, that should not discount anybody from progressing through their career. You know, it should be taken as that time is actually another learning curve which will help somebody in terms of the experience they bring back to a business. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Joanne Summers, the CEO of Celtic Linen, and Joanne's approach to management is certainly one that could deliver great results for many companies. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.